everybody. Welcome back to the Winner's Circle. I'm Derek. And I'm Cody. And this is going to be our first episode for Survivor 41. And we are both super pumped about it. We've actually been talking a while <laughs> off camera, yeah. which sucks because we had a lot of good things to say. Yeah. But we were so excited about it. And I've been watching... Ever since I auditioned for Big Brother, I watched Tony's first season. And so okay. I've been watching religiously since, but you haven't, right? So I started watching Survivor way back. Boston Rob's first season when he met his wife. And who was the other, the the curly guy with the raspy voice? Started Name starts with an R. Rupert? Rupert. Yeah. I watched Survivor way back then when I was very, very young. And then my dad has watched my dad has watched all these shows religiously. So he's yeah. just like a big reality TV head. You said and that so, in the house when we first met. Yeah. Like he's the guy. Yeah. And so I would obviously be watching when I was at home. Survivor was one that stuck a little bit and I was watching a lot more of because of, you know, being on once a week. It wasn't that difficult. And if I missed a week, I'd be like, okay, well, what happened last week? And so it was easy to catch yourself up. So I watched way back then. I feel like I went on Big Brother and that's when I kind of like fell off a little bit. Wasn't really mm -hmm. watching much. Watched a little bit when Caleb was on. I couldn't, didn't really keep up with it too much. But so I, I've, I'm, you know, I'm not a religious viewer, but obviously I have a very good understanding of the game and, uh, you know, of like kind of what goes into being a good player, winning, you know, all that fun stuff. Well, but, a lot of, Big Brother and Survivor is similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of strategy, social social play, winning competitions. Right. The biggest difference is you can win immunities back to back to back to back. You can win these challenges. I love it. Or you can win, or you can win when it gets to further in the game. The individual immunities are like HOHs. But mm -hmm. you can win every you can win out all the way to the end. But I wanted to ask you because you've now played Big Brother twice. But like you said, you you haven't really watched since your first time playing. Mm -hmm. So any initial thoughts? We were talking again. I'm, I'm bringing up stuff that you kind of already mentioned before. Yeah. But any initial thoughts when you first watch it? Because again, you've been out of it. You've been fully focused on Big Brother. Right. What were some of the feelings, some of the thoughts about Survivor? Because I'm sure you were doing a lot of comparisons. I was... I got to tell you, I felt great. It was a breath of fresh air. I was like, not big brother. Cause like, you know, everybody's been coming at, you know, we, 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 we don't watch the feeds, but I read up on the feed. So like, I'm like very surrounded by big brother and survivor. You, it's not like that. There's no live feeds, thankfully, because then we don't have feedsters who are like, you're not paying attention. You don't really know. And so it's fun to like, watch this and, and, and enjoy. I, Cannot tell you how much I thoroughly enjoyed this first episode. And it brought back old memories. And I'll tell you what my favorite thing about Survivor is. And it's how Jeff can literally strip you down to butt naked in the tribal council. He now he goes, so that face that you just made there kind of seems like you don't believe what they're saying. Tell me about it. And they're like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's like my favorite. I love. Even Abraham. Just, remember Abraham? Abraham, he's like, yeah. He's like, you know, what I got there was basically he said a lot of nothing. <laughs> I was I'm like, like, wow, Jeff, <laughs> call him out. Dude, and you know what the other thing is? Is like, can you imagine, like, you're doing these competitions in Big Brother, and uh, Julie's literally sitting there and hounding you as you're not doing the comp, right? Like, did you see tonight when the when the, yes. when the tribe was struggling? He goes, um, I think it was like, Luvu is off. They are having a horrible, horrible time. And they're like, thanks, Jeff. Like, in the middle of struggling, trying to fight for immunity, He's just berating them. And I'm just like, dude, this guy is ruthless. I, yeah, I So that's like my first initial. My last thing is, uh, and then I want, I want to hear what you would say. I could never, ever play this show. No, yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat. I mean, listen, the show's great. I like it that it's different enough to not feel like the same as Big Brother. Yeah. There, there, there's a reason there's 41 seasons. There's a reason why it's always one of the most highest rated shows ever. And it's like, it's the staple. Like we grew up on it. I remember Richard Hatch on the first season mm. uh, and, and it's, it's, it's still as good today as it was, you know, when it started over 20 years ago. So I love the show and I will say Jeff definitely makes a show. I love yeah. Julie Chen, super biased. I couldn't see anybody else hosting big brother, mm -hmm. but if you, but if you put a gun to my head and said, who's the best reality TV host, I got to go with Jeff because yeah. He's so smooth and he's so organic. And like you ever meet like if there's someone who's perfect for Survivor to host that show. Oh, bro. Could you imagine someone else hosting Survivor? I mean, that's an impossible. Obviously not. He's hosted it for 41 seasons. And so. Yeah. No, he's, he's he is the man. He's super smart, super witty, super quick. Because you listen, 
he's not he's not looking at a teleprompter with nobody around. He's engaging and interacting with these competitors. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when he asks questions or whatever, like even tonight he got thrown a curveball or we'll we'll get into it, but he got thrown things where these mm-hmm. these players are allowed to speak up and answer mm-hmm. any way they like or mm-hmm. you know, disagree and mm-hmm. he has to be able to think on his feet. You know, because it's not like I'm sure they have to do some stuff, but it's not like he's going to say, oh, wind it back again. Hey, contestant Danny, ask me that question again. I'm sure it's like one take, one go. There's no way, right? I would like, you know what I'd love to have with this? Because Big Brother, I like just you and me. I would love to have some survivor people on to like just get their insights as as to like what goes on at the tribal council. Are they sitting there for a while? Are they doing multiple takes? Or is it really as organic as it looks? Oh, that's easy. Well, first off, we got a shoo-in in Caleb. Beast mode. Shoo-in. He'll do it tomorrow for us. He's a brother of ours. Yeah. He'll do it tomorrow. But then we have people that I'm good friends with. Mike Holloway. Good friend mm-hmm. with him. One of my favorite players of all time. Mm-hmm. And then my boy, Jeremy Collins, lives right up the road from me, basically. He's one. And I have had conversations with Tony for, before the only, the only two-time winner, I believe. How you yes. doing? How you doing? Well, wait, did did Sandra did Sandra win twice? I you see, like you're just firing. I, I got nothing for you. You're on your own on this one. I don't think she's won twice. I gotta I gotta check it now. I'm, we're gonna have to. You you can keep fill us in. Start us off with the show. Start us off at yeah. the top of the show. I'm gonna look it up now. Sandra won twice. Yeah, she did. Okay. So yeah. she could have been the first three-time winner, but but Tony won the first season where it was all winners, mm-hmm. and he won a second time. So it was like the all-stars of all-winner all season, and he won. He got the yeah. W. But no, it's a great show. We can definitely have former Survivor contestants that were on the show come yeah. on and do an episode here and there with us to get their expert opinion on the show. I think that would be smart because yeah. we haven't played the show before, so there are right. things that we're not privy to. Right. So the show kicks off. They have this intense, intense intro with Jeff, which I was like, I was like captivated from the start to the finish of this show. It was just a really incredible premiere episode. And Jeff is pretty much talking about all these twists that he's going to be throwing their way. Some twists that we've seen in the past, you know, hidden immunity idols, some different, different things that I think Survivor does a phenomenal job of this every year that they just throw new things in, you know, like every time there's always something new. And so Jeff does this intro and then we see the three boats coming six people on each tribe. Um, I'm going to let you take the three tribes away. So hit us with the first tribe. Yeah. Cause you just don't want to have to say them. I'm going to so, butcher them. And <clears> so, I know I well, will. first off, the, I think the biggest announcement was the fact that they're reducing the season by 10 days. Yeah. So it's usually 39 days. All you guys that are huge fans, the show has always, as far as I know, been 39 days. That's like their, you know, that's the claim to fame, right? 39 days. All this, they always said in the speech. Now this year, it's only 29 days, but to offset the fact, because you might be like, oh, 29 days, that's a lot easy. 10 days less, that's a lot easier. However, they they only um, get a machete, they get a flint, they get a pot, no rice, no rice. Now, I know on past seasons, you always get a bag of rice for the, you know, for the season that you have to kind of like portion out and break down. Nothing. You're on your own. So I thought that was really interesting. But uh, but back to the tribe names, and I'll try not to butcher these. We have uh, Luvu, Ua, and uh, Yesa. Those are the ones I hope yes, pronounce. Yesa. So those are the tribe names. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing those right. And uh, real quickly, Luvu, we have Danny, Deshaun, Erica, Heather, Nasir, Sydney. On Ua, we have Brad, Jeannie, JD, Ricard, Sarah, and Sean, and on Yesa we have David, Eric, Evie or Evie, uh, Liana, Tiffany, and Xander. So um, we're gonna refer back to favorite these. one, favorite Fa- favorite tribe. Go, oh, favorite tribe, favorite yeah. tribe. I'm favorite gonna tribe. go with. I like I like Luva so far. They were the they were the most entertaining for the episode for me. Uh, Luva was good. Uh, they, they had they their were... ups and downs. They finished the week strong. We don't yes. want to spoil too much, but they, I, thought I thought that was, was good, good, and I really like Danny. Uh, I thought he's, I thought he's, he's probably someone who doesn't know the game that well, but enough where he could be a real force to be reckoned with. But yeah, but yeah, so they get off the boat. They start off the first mission. They're on the boat. They got to pack the boat, all this stuff. And to, you know, get down to the brass tacks of it. Luvu does horrible, right? They, they absolutely bombed it. No, no, no. That was, that was Yesa. Yesa didn't even find all their paddles. 
Yessa was the one? I thought yeah. Luvu was the one that bombed the no, first part of it. Luvu. No, you're right. It was Yessa. It was Yessa yeah. because Liana went back and found the ore. Yeah. Liana. You're right. And Luvu See, these names was up already. Luvu that didn't take long. was paddling with their back anchors yes. down in the water. <laughs> yes. Jeff's like, hey, you guys aren't going anywhere. You guys aren't moving. So <laughs> Ua won. Ua won. Ua wins. And, uh, you know, it, was, it wasn't even close, by the way, because obviously... Luva was still tight, anchored down. Yasa never got off the boat. So Ua wins. And what was the penalty for that? So Ua wins, but then there's a penalty for the two other teams, right? So what happened was is that um, Ua wins, so they get the flint right away. Now Luvu and Yessa have to still do another challenge back at their camp in order to earn their flint to create fire. And the two competitions were... Every the whole tribe together can look at this triangle and guess one time how many triangles are within this puzzle, or they have four hours to bring back. Like I don't know if they specifically said how many gallons of water, but it was two big trash like like those metal trash cans, and they had to fill them up completely with water in a four hour period, and that's how they would get their flint. And the tribe had the choice. Pick the puzzle, one guess, or do this, you know, water challenge and go to this one point and have to walk down to fill the water up. Yeah. And so they end up doing that really quick because, again, we're not going to be it's a two hour episode. We don't want to be talking all night. But Mm -hmm. it was interesting that David from Yesa, he neurologist, uh, um, neurosurgeon, not neurologist. He's Mm -hmm. a neurosurgeon. Mm -hmm. Um, He brilliant. Obviously, he he made a great point where he's like, I don't want to go do this water because. I'm going to distance myself for the remaining tribe and everyone's gaming so hard so quickly, which is unlike big brother, right? Like people Mm -hmm. usually settle in for a little bit. It's like a popularity contest, not in survivor, like day hour one. It's like, yo Alliance, what are we doing here? So, you know, he was like, I don't want to do this water challenge because that's the dumb move. Like you're separating yourself from everyone, but he gets roped in with Xander where Xander's like, you want, you want, you want to do it with me? You want to do this? And he can do this. He was like, yeah, I, uh, I'm i a little concerned. And they're like, no, no, you got this. And he's like, okay, I got it. So he does it. For, David and Xander do it for Yessa, and Danny and Deshaun do it for Luvu, right? Yeah. What did you think about the whole point when they're doing it? I thought Danny and Deshaun had a great idea to look for idols, you know, turn, yep. a, turn, a, turn a negative into a positive. But yep. Nasir comes down to the beach catches them what did you what did you think of that whole segment so uh, to be honest the danny and deshaun thing where, where they where they chose to do that i was like oh that's a little risky because the first thing that i thought was what if somebody walks down on the beach that was my first thought mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden nasir does it and he doesn't like that so nasir doesn't like that one bit and he mm-hmm. decides to go back to the rest of the Luvu tribe that he, you know, is is there with. And it's Erica, Heather, and Sydney. And I think he was only talking with Erica and Sydney. Yeah, it was pretty much t- tattletales. And this is what you get. Snitches get stitches because it blew up in his face. And not to get ahead of it, but Nasir goes and tells, you know, Erica and Sydney that, you know, Danny and Deshaun look like they were searching for something. They must be searching for the idol. And I don't like that. So we should make a final four right now and we should send them home if we have this choice too. And I don't know. My biggest thing with that whole thing is I, I know you have to game, right? You have to game right off the bat. But I always feel like this happens to people on all these reality shows. Well, not really all these reality shows, more so Survivor and Big Brother, where they just talk their foot into their mouth and then create a target on themselves. And that's what I felt like Nasir was doing. Like, he didn't even like, I I didn't feel like he had a great rapport with the girls. It almost felt like he was just like tattletaling. Like venting. Like, yeah, just being like, hey, I saw them doing this and I don't think that's right. Where it's like, if you don't have a rapport with somebody, they may, they, they may, you know, Danny and Deshaun ended up doing all this work. They ended up getting the job done. They got their flint. Now they come back to the island, build rapports, and now it made Sydney be like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell them what Nasir yeah, that's, said. Uh, I wrote it on my notes. It's like it's big brother too, because that you can't trust people in the first hour. No. You don't know what people's agendas are. And like you said, both teams accomplished the mission. Mm-hmm. I thought they got a machete. They got a flint. I thought it was for the flint. Maybe it was a machete. I thought it was for the machete. I thought one of them said, Hey, we got a machete, but I think they got them both. They maybe they got them both. It would make sense because you can they use got a machete to cut up the flint. They got them both. They got them what both. What are you gonna do with just a flint? Right. Nothing. You can't scrap off the top of it to scrape no. off the top of they it. They got but both. They get both. 
And Sydney, I think, reads the room really quickly and says, Nasir is going to be a problem. He's all over the place. He's already getting nervous. I actually think I might want to work with a Danny and Deshaun over him. So right away, she goes to Deshaun and fills him in because I think she's like, I feel more comfortable with these guys. They seem like they're going to be better competitors, better players. So Nasir gets ratted out within like the first two hours of being on the island. So he's already on Deshaun's radar and I'm, I'm sure on, on Danny's as well. And also on Sydney. So mm-hmm. if they had lost this week, if they had gone to tri- um, tribunal, he would have probably been gone to be honest, because he, he would have been blindsided, but they win the challenge. But that was a great sign of like, Oh yeah, yeah. You're venting to someone. You, when you go on these shows, don't trust anyone because they're all out there for the same piece of cheese. So they're all going to come after you. But I thought that was interesting to see that happen that quick. The show, there's a there's some fluff in there. There's some segments in there. But then the show transitions to this decision, right, where the three tribes have to send one player on this boat to make a personal decision. And for the most part, I think they like they drew rocks. They did some different things on, on Danny's team, on Luvu. Danny just said, eventually, I'll go. Um, but all three go and the people that go are Danny, Xander and JD. What'd you think of that whole segment? Walk us through it. So I liked, I I liked how, um, yes, came to the conclusion. They ultimately all decided like, we feel comfortable with Xander. We all kind of like Xander. We all have a fair amount of trust for Xander. So they sent Xander out there. Yep. I like that because then it doesn't create that, you know, um, that paranoia. Right. Excuse me. That was it was a group decision. Yeah. Danny goes. Danny had just done the competition to earn. Okay. I you know, I I you guys, I just did this for us. You guys are all kind of like trying to play rock, paper, scissor. I'm gonna step up and do it. Ultimately being like reading the room and seeing they don't look like they want to do this. They don't look like they want to do this. So I'm just gonna step up. But because it goes back to that same premise, right? You don't want to leave your tribe because there it gives them time to bond. Exactly. And you don't want to be excluded. JD wants the full survivor experience. Like he wanted to do the Flynn. He wanted to create the fire the first time. He wanted to go on this. And I feel like there was a lot of JD's personality of just being like a super fan of the show and being on there and wanting to do all these things that ultimately hurt him a little bit. Like him, you know, jumping up and wanting to do this. It kind of made Ricard, you know, Ricard doesn't trust him, doesn't buy what he's saying. And I, I don't, I don't really understand. I think JD is an extremely genuine person. Yeah, I like JD a lot. What you, would you think of what he said based on everything you're saying right now where he just met Danny, he just meets Xander, they're going on this trail, and it's okay to like be honest and like build a rapport, but do you think it's smart to be like, I was a two-time state champion running? The reason what do you think I, of that? Do you think it hurts him? Do you think, <clears throat> I mean, I think that that's not a good thing to say. Yeah, I think that because of the two people that he was around – like, you know, it's like Xander's this fit guy. Danny's this fit guy. Like if they go back and go, hey, that JD told us he's a two-time state championship track runner. They'll be like this. Well, look at you have guys. You, seen you? you guys. Yeah. Like, have you You're me? I know there's no mirrors here, but you both look like you'll be just fine. And so yeah. I think that's why he felt comfortable enough to open up. I think he just, right. you know, but I think JD's issue is going to be word vomit. I think he's just yeah, going to, you know, he's going to get in situation. He's just... I think that he's very, he's just, he's like, he'll probably trust everybody that he has a conversation with until uh-huh. they like try to backstab him, which we saw a little bit of that tonight. And I think JD is going to be the guy that kind of like just has word vomit because maybe in a situation he's really excited or he something happens. He is going to be great television though. Yeah. Dude, well, even at the, yeah. at the tri- the the tribunal tonight, like you could just we tell he's like ready to make good TV. He's yeah. like, yeah. I will blow things up yeah. right now. We can he do jumped it. up, he goes, let's vote right now. Jeff is like, whoa. I'm, I'm Easy hosting buddy. the show. Relax. Easy, buddy. Yeah. So they're on that island, and mm-hmm. they're they get to know each other, and then they have this decision to make where they can either save their vote or risk their vote. And you know, if you if you all three of you get it right, you all get to do it. If, if only you all two save, of you put, yeah, if you all yeah, save your yeah, vote, if if one of you risk it and the other two don't, you get to keep the risk. It was you get it was so, a bunch of it was. It I didn't was, follow it completely. Yeah, I was just like, either yeah. way. So yeah. what happens is if all three of them decide to save the vote, they all get their vote. If yep. one of them decides to save their vote and the other two risk their vote, those two get an extra vote. Right. If one, if two decide to save their vote and one risks it, that one gets the extra vote. But if all of them risk their votes, now none of them have a vote. 
So essentially, Danny ends up saving his vote. JD ends up risking his vote and Xander ends up risking his vote. So if Danny was a little bit selfish, they would have all like lost their vote there. They all lost their vote. So what do you think of them being so transparent? Most of them were. I mean, they still lied about what they did there. But would you have came back to the uh, the the tribe and told them like everything? I guess you would have to, right? Because mm-hmm. if you ever get to emerge and someone from the other, you like a Xander or a Danny are still there, you have to. But like. Would you believe them if they were like, oh, I had an opportunity to get an extra vote or just save my vote for the team? Like, I would have came you're back. You're not going to believe them. I would have came back. I would have told the whole story. I would have literally laid it out exactly how it was. I know what I would have done. I would have. What would you have done? I would have saved my vote. I would have not. I would not have risked it because what was okay. going through my head, like initially, right as I'm watching this, what's going through my head is, okay, if they risk their vote and they have two votes, I wonder if they're going to tell anybody. They all came back and didn't. And then my first thought was, okay, now when you use your vote, you're going to break trust with a ton of people. Unless they go and tell people, you know, like somebody that they're close with, hey, listen, I actually risked my vote and I have two votes. So we're, we're, we're actually in a really good position because now I have two votes instead of one and I can use that whenever I want. But if they do just kind of like keep it to themselves and then just use it, it's going to break trust with a lot of people. So that's the part of it that makes me nervous is when you choose to tell the whole story. So Xander and JD both told the story and then said, oh, I saved my vote. So now they have these votes in their pockets that are going to show up at a tribal council and like everybody's going to be like, oh, okay, can't trust you. Could have an idol. Now we're going to try. Now I'm not going to try to probably get you out. Like I'm not going to make you know about it. I'll probably just blindside you so that you don't have the chance to sneak one by us again. Well, okay, so let me make sure I'm fine because JD specifically said, I decided to save my vote. Mm Mm-hmm. Which would have meant save your vote. Like you're not risking a vote. You're just getting your one vote. I'm getting my one but vote. But they all don't believe him. They believe that he risked his vote, which spoiler alert, they're right. And by risking it, he actually gained a vote. So is that what you're saying? Like they probably figured that much and figured he's got an extra vote now. We got to get rid of him. I, I just know. So the reason why I think that happened. One, I think Ricard was planting seeds all over the place because he didn't he, trust Ricard JD did not like JD from the start. Didn't start. trust him. Didn't like him. And I think part of that reason is because like JD... If you notice when he's like talking and when he explained the story, they 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 played it out pretty nicely. And he is all over the place when he's playing. He's like a lot of pauses, a lot of a lot of things that make somebody that's just sitting there listening be like, like, just get it out unless you're trying to hide something. Unless you're thinking through how to create this next part of your story, like just spit it out. Just tell us what you just went through an hour ago. That's why I think a lot of them all were like. Oh, I don't know if I trust JD because when he was telling the story, he wasn't really, he was like bouncing all over the place. I was like, dude, just get the story out because you're going to make them not trust you. And then all of a sudden it cut to like Ricard being like, I don't, I don't, I don't trust a word that's coming out of his mouth. And I was like, yep, I saw that coming because he just was not, he wasn't telling the story very like transparently, like how Xander did. I thought Xander, you know, and Danny explained it. They all believed him. They all believed him. Cause they They just, they just, he literally regurgitated exactly what he just went through. And mm-hmm. if you regurgitate the whole thing of what you went through and then you say, oh, yeah, I saved my vote easy. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. want to risk it this early. Everybody's going to believe that. I think it was Heather. Heather, like, they did the DR with Heather and Noah. She's like, he had just he just said too many details for it to be, to not yes. get screwed up. Yes. What do you think of Ricard? Just because it was a couple segments where not only in that moment where he's like, I haven't trusted him from, like, he's like, yeah. very judgmental. Yeah. Kind of speaks out a lot. Mm-hmm. He was... uh and we'll get to it after the immunity challenge, but he's kind of like this the voice, the vocal one who's mm-hmm. like chattering around. Like mm-hmm. my initial impression of Ricard is I th- he's not gonna last long. Cause he I thought there was a chance he could go tonight. And what we're gonna get there, I'm probably getting ahead of it. But mm-hmm. any initial thoughts on him? Cause he he definitely th- didn't rub me the wrong way where I was like, this guy is like trying way too hard, too fast, Mm-mm. and you know, loose licks loose lips sink ships. That's where I mm-hmm. saw him. Yeah. But I mean, I guess it was a few people doing it. Maybe it was just I wasn't a fan of him. Yeah, there was there was a lot of people that were that were playing really hard, really fast. You know, you saw Sean do it. You saw it's true. You saw Sydney. It's true. There was a lot of people that were doing it. The thing I didn't like about Ricard was how how it was like super judgy. How he was like, I don't trust JD, and like, eh, I mean, obviously we're not there, right? We're not we're right. not on. on we're the not island. seeing everything. But JD just seemed like a kid in a candy store, super excited to be on Survivor. And Ricard just seems like the guy that's like, no, you're not allowed to. You're not. You can't have that. You can't have that. You can't have that. It was like kind of I was like, what did JD do that you don't trust him immediately? Yeah. He was just like, well, JD's really going to come nice. after him. 
JD's going to know now. He should know. I mean, he, is he? He knows though? Ricard was behind that. Yeah, you think? Oh, yeah, for he, sure. That's going to get back to him. Him and Sarah, him and Sean are having a conversation right after that tribunal, probably because he's like, hey, you're going to get me out. And, and you know, and I, he's got to repair some stuff with Brad, but not to get too far off track. Yeah. After the decision, they they come back. They tell him what they did. You know, they don't tell us how they voted at that point. They make us wait. Right. But then we get into the immunity challenge. Yep. And all three teams, for those of you who are Big Brother fans, maybe haven't seen Survivor, basically the way it works is these three teams are are competing against each other. The bottom two teams go to tribunal. They're the one. They're gonna each tribe will have to vote someone out that evening if you don't come in first place. So what do you think of the challenge tonight? I mean, these challenges always look super oh, hard to be. The Survivor does it incredible every single season. Yeah. That was the one thing I would be like, their 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 challenge as a combination of everything, some physicality, some mental endurance, like all of it. You have to have every aspect like swimming, you know, even the ones where I remember challenges where they got to like toss a ball, like on a slingshot into a net or something. they just figure it out in a way where it's like, you know, paddle a boat out, get your swim down, get your puzzle pieces, bring it up. Put it in your back. These challenges are so incredible. That's probably like my favorite part of the show. Just being like, all right, what's the immunity challenge going to be? Cause these challenges are incredible. It was such, such an intense challenge and it leaves so much room for the error that we saw happen. Remember Louvu? Yeah. And they they had a bag fall off. And you're just this this is the kind of things that happen when it's frantic and you got to carry all these bags. And there's there's an endurance aspect, and there's part one, then there's part two, then there's part three. And so I thought the challenge was intense. Yeah. And I mean, it's not only everything you just mentioned as far as agility, strength, you know, mental fortitude, it's also communication. Yes. And being able to work together, leadership, uh, because Ultimately, regardless of how good you may be, you're only as strong as your weakest link. So they have to communicate with each other because their safety, their life is in the hands of their teammates and the hands of the rest of their tribe. So really fascinating stuff. As you mentioned, Luvu has a big fall, big problem in the beginning, but they make up for it. They catch up. They end up finishing first. They win I, the immunity challenge. Could you? I didn't even realize it was like I blinked and Luvu went from the bottom to like bringing their sled up as, you know, Ua and... I'm yeah. just going to yes. call them the yellow tribe, the green tribe, and the blue tribe. The you do green, whatever makes you feel better. The yellow tribe and the green tribe are just getting up there while the blue tribe is just getting it. And I just feel like inauthentic. It's Lubu. Um, <laughs> Yessa gets up there. At the same time, it was like insane. Well, so puzzles. Now, that's what's great about Survivor, man. You could be in the lead, but if you can't do puzzles. Or did you see the size of that puzzle too? Monstrous. That was huge. And I, it's crazy to me. Like, I'm assuming... The way they edit, like this is probably only the, when this immunity challenge happens, it's got to mm-hmm. be either the second or third day they're on the island. It's got to be super soon because they be. have so many people to evict. So evict, here we go. Big brother terms. There's so many people to vote out. But the tribe has even, spoken. Yeah, the tribe has spoken. Even with that said, it amazes me at how, what the high level of performance these individuals can do considering they're not really sleeping. They're not eating. And to be able to perform these types of challenges under that condition, it, man, I don't wish it on anyone. I would love to do it. I would love to do Survivor for like a week. A week. Give me a week. And honestly, give me like an air mattress because I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> give me a week at an air mattress. My brother, like this was like a funny thing growing up. Like my brother was always like the dude that would fall asleep face down on the deck. Like, you know, a deck, hard wood, yep. just like kid could fall asleep anywhere. So like I could see Paulie just going out there and just being like, oh, dude, I'm in the sand. Fuck it. I'm going to go to sleep. Um, But I was like, not that guy. Like I was on the couch. I was like, oh man, I can't get comfortable. I need to go up into bed or I need to be on the couch. I, and so bugs, yeah, bugs don't too. even, bro, when they showed the Spiders. snake come up, I was like, I'm done. Like I would yeah. never ever be searching for the hidden immunity idol because i'd be like you get me wandering off unless there's somebody following me like three feet back just in case i get like a snake's dangling just geek, gets me in the neck i'm like eh. <laughs> you want to you want me to reach into that dark tree trunk <laughs> nah ain't happening captain sorry you reach in first <laughs> the cameraman you're yeah. like hey cameraman yeah come on yeah come on man yeah something I, in there i don't know that's why i don't think i could do it but to your point the these cast members are like 
barely sleeping, eating up alive all night, malnutrition, and they are competing in like those sandbags. I don't I don't know how heavy they were, but like they looked at minimum 25 pounds, right? At a minimum of 25 pounds. And like they're carrying them back and forth. Then they got to push it. Then they got to carry the thing up. And then it's like doing the puzzle and like seeing other teams while you have Jeff kind of like hounding you and just ripping into you as your team's doing bad. I'm like, that's not for me, man. That's not no, for I'll me. Pass. That's I'll pass. I'll pass. But I do like watching. Oh, I we love do it. like watching. This is I love be sitting great. here on my couch fun. with my cookies and chips. Yeah. And and my comfortable couch with my okay. slippers on. That's a good what's your when you're watching these shows, right? Like okay. what's your go-to? What are you snacking on? Because I know mine. And what do you when you're watching these shows, you got Survivor on, you got Big Brother on. What are we snacking on? Well, I mean, it depends. I'm a late eater. So for a oh, show yeah. like this. You know, I mean, I, I tonight it was for anyone's on YouTube. It was wasabi peas. Okay, shout that out to tonight, wasabi but, peas. But that's not that's not the normal. Usually it's Oreo cookies, oh. uh, chocolate chip cookie. I Ew. mean, I don't discriminate against cookies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> any cookie can get it. Um, but sometimes <laughs> because of how late these shows it. come on, and, and my parents out there will know this with kids, you're feeding them first, you're getting them in the shower, you're doing right. homework. So a lot of the times, you know, when these shows come on, I put them in bed mm-hmm. to get their half hour of television till 830. Yeah. And I'm usually in here watching Big Brother or watching now Survivor to get ready for the show. Mm-hmm. So I'm having dinner while I'm in here. You know, yeah. that's that's a, that's the a case a lot too. You don't have that problem because you don't have kids. Well, the problem with me is my schedule is a nightmare. So like yeah, I'm either true. coming home from training and it's like, yes, and I'll jump on stream and then I'll be the show's coming on. So like me, I'm like, I'm eating right in front of the TV. Yeah, I'm not eating yep. while I'm in here. But when if I'm not eating my go to snack, if you guys, I need you to smash just a fire emoji in the comments. If you guys are just crushing down Cheez-Its because I will put down a box be more specific. Show. Which ones are you talking about? I'm talking enough? about the white cheddar so that my fingertips are have that nice little cheese residue on them. So I'm just right afterwards. Dude, COVID's killing us. I mean, you're oh, still hitting man. the gym. I gotta get back in there. I've gained yeah. about 10 pounds. Yeah, but I no, mean, it's you know, but that's it's tough. Know, and guys, let us know down below. What do you got? What's your go-to snack when you guys are out watching these shows? Because if you're just not snacking on something while you're watching these shows, even if it's healthy, you you're know, like out. carrots and hummus, something like that, you're just missing out. It's just part of the experience. You know, but, back, but, but back to the nope. Back to our uh, regularly scheduled. Damn it! What's, what's regularly scheduled? Regularly scheduled program programming people. So we have so Luvu comes back and uh, and wins wins the competition. Right, really impressive. Good job by them again. Teamwork, good mental job with the puzzle. Who was the who was the main person on the puzzle? Who was it? I can't even remember. I who think it was. Erica was doing it. Erica was on it. Okay. I can't remember. I don't know who the other one was. But I mean, no, I mean, it was a great job by then. And it just goes, it was Survivor, especially. You're never really out of it until it's over because you can have a team physically dominate 75% of the competition. And if they're a strong physical team, but not as strong mentally, you can have a mental team that starts off slow, but then crushes you in the puzzle, which is what happened. Oh, it happened. Which is funny because. You had big, you know, big old Danny, who's a NFL football player. But you know, you do have a lot of intelligent people on the team. It does seem like, and mm-hmm. I personally, judging a book by its cover, I didn't see Luvu winning this one. I thought it was going to probably be like Yesa. I thought that they had the people to do it with the neurosurgeon on mm-hmm. there. I thought David's got this, but you know what? This is what happens when you judge too quickly. Well, I think there's. It's also very important to note that Ua was in the lead and leading the competition, and then. Sarah is like freaking out because they got to Good a point, point where they hit a wall and they can't figure out what's going on. And now Sarah starts shaking down the bags and there was a puzzle piece missing from the table and it was still in the bag. Right. She dropped the ball because they would have had the puzzle. They might have won. Right. But she there was a they were literally missing a piece of the puzzle and it was mm-hmm. her and they all kind of I'm so glad you brought that up because that is going to be a big part of our next part. That segment that we're going to talk about here, which yeah. is you have Luvu win. Now the now the game starts. Now that Ua and Yessa know they're going to tribunal that night and they're going to have to vote someone out. So you only have six people. You essentially need at least, depending on how it goes, if it's if it's going to be one versus the other, you need four votes mm-hmm. to, for one person. If it, if there's going to be a couple random votes in there, then you need less. But you got the majority is four. And so, you know, Uluvu's safe for the night. Ua starts off, we were laughing about it before we started. Ricard is kind of leading the charge. He really wants to get JD out. And mm-hmm. initially, 
it looks like Sarah and Sean are on board with that. Jeannie, she kind of was playing the fence the whole time, which is what you need to do. They had one small segment with her and Sean. She's like, I don't know what I don't know what I want to do. I don't want to vote on anybody. And then Sean's like, but you gotta vote out someone. And Jeannie's like, Yeah, but you gotta vote out someone. But she never said <laughs> saying who. saying a lot of things without saying saying thing. nothing. Yeah. But Sarah and Sean are pushing for uh JD to go and and Sarah especially because Sarah knows she's kind of the reason they lost this week's immunity challenge. So she knows she's on the block. But there's this interesting segment which I was dying from. Dying. Because you got Ricard and you got Sarah and Sean. And they kind of corner Brad. Brad's walking down the water, like by the water. He's like, Ricardo's a classic. Did you see the line? That's a classic line. Yeah, just yeah. the guy we're looking for. Come here. Just the guy we're looking That's always what Bro, they say. Even that's though they're a classic line. Yeah, yeah. We were just looking for you. No, come right over. <laughs> and uh, Brad's like, oh, crap. What did I walk into? Yeah. And uh, kudos to him. You know, they're like, we think we got to get JD out this week. You good with that? You good with that? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. And Brad Ricard's like, just speak your mind, man. And he's like, oh, okay. I'm just going to speak my mind. <laughs> As he's standing in between Sarah and Sean, he looks at both and goes, I mean, I got to say, I, I got to say Sarah and Sean probably on the block this week. And they're like, what? Did you? We said be honest, not that honest, Brad. And yeah. But he was like, oh, this is we're just being honest with each other here. Open right? forum. Open forum, right? One of you two are going to go home this week, my opinion. And it's like, whoa, no, 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 no. Too honest, Brad. So... That was a really bad move, and it and it does come back to haunt him a little bit later. Not not terribly, but still bad. Yeah. What did you think of the scrambling in the Yesa tribe? Um. Oh, in the Yesa tribe or the Ua yeah, you tribe. got basically it was Tiffany. Tiffany was on the block. Oh, she was in, yeah, yeah, she yeah. was on the chopping block. So, she was scrambling. Yeah. So again, the problem with this is like when you're so you want to build relationships, right? You want to build rapports with people so that when you talk, they kind of take it in and are like digesting it. And like, well, am I going to go back and forth with you or am I going to take your information and bring it somewhere else? And I felt like, um, um, so Tiffany, no, uh, he ended up up going home. Abraham, Eric Abraham. So Abraham ends up going home tonight because from the start, he was trying to plant seeds right about Tiffany. She was the first one in the water. She wasn't helping us look on the boat. I don't view her as a strong competitor. And that doesn't always work, right? That doesn't always work. And the reason why it doesn't always work, because unless you are on a team with a majority of strong competitors, you can really tick off somebody that maybe doesn't, is like, am I going to be perceived as a strong competitor? And you saw that with Evie or Evie, Evie. I think it's Ev- I think Evie? it's Evie. Evie. And so you saw that because she kind of had this like light bulb come on and go, All right, yeah, I I I she didn't necessarily disagree with his points, but she's playing the game to her credit, which I loved. She was like, Well, where's that where what goes what happens next from that? Say we don't win next week. Say it's another one winner, two people are sending somebody home type of season, which I could see that being the case because shorter period of time, they may be trying to get to the merge a little bit quicker. And so now she's saying like, well, this guy is just talking about weak competitors. And am I going to be the next weak competitor if we lose next time? Is he going to try to rally people to get me out? And so I thought um, Abraham kind of was putting his foot in his mouth. And I would have, if he wanted to have that conversation, you have to kind of like feel the room out a little bit more. And again, you don't really have a lot of time to, but I think he kind of put his foot in his mouth. He definitely did. And I mean, you you said it already. Abraham ends up going home. Pretty, I think they got four votes against them. Yeah. He 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 was he was pretty much it was decisive. Um their tribal was not that complicated. It was a little back and forth between Tiffany and Abraham, but it mm-hmm. wasn't that crazy. But yeah, as you said, Abraham goes home completely blindsided. He went into that thinking, Yeah, this game is I got this. I know how to play this game. I'm good. Right. I'm 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 one of the stronger guys here. I can, you know, that's going to be working for me. I'm safe this week. No way I'm going home. Yeah. Tiffany's going home. And that man was blindsided and he was nice enough to say it right out. I got blindsided. So, yeah. Yasa is now going to be David, Evie, Liana, Tiffany and Xan- and Xander. Yep. Now the Ua tribe tribal was That was a little different. Uh, Little that was a little bit, little bit more situation. hot. What you, what was your takeaway from that one? Because that was very entertaining for night one. Well, so you you came into that one and you kind of knew because the Yasa tribe was like two people and it was it was handled pretty much in secret. They weren't telling anything open. You know, on the on the Ua tribe, you had Brad speak his mind about uh Sarah and Sean, and then you had, you know, Ricard grabbing and trying to grab a bunch of people and go to JD about it, uh trying First to target night, JD bro. and then said it in front of Brad and Brad went and told JD in front of Sean. And so now JD is having conversations with Sean and like it just was erupting at camp. 
and it it overflowed into the tribal council, which was just. I mean, JD decided first night he, people getting up and going and whispering and yeah. can, I, I mean the first night. So I li- I, I turned to Christian. I'm like, the greatest thing about this show is that they'll literally the people will get up and go and start whispering to other people, and then Jeff will call it out. It's like the craziest thing. Yeah, not he's ex- commentating. Yeah, not expecting it to happen. This and this if they time, don't notice it, Jeff is such a, he's the goat man. Yeah. He literally goes, "Hey, uh, is that making you nervous right there? What they're <laughs> doing that tonight? I love <laughs> he's it." Like, like to JD goes, but you know, let me cut, cut you off real quick. Is that making you a little nervous? What's yeah? In case you're not seeing it, which clearly you are. Yeah, they're 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 plotting right and now. You what, saw is that making you look? And he goes, well, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to talk to you, but what what's happening over here? <laughs> yeah. And what I think the miscalculation was was that uh, Ricard and Sarah thought they had Sean. Yes. And I do not. think Yes, that I they agreed. Did. And they did not. No, they they definitely didn't. And no. uh, so the point that I want to make to this whole thing, right, which I feel like people, I was saying this to you earlier, people in these situations where like emotions are heightened, like adrenaline is kind of going because you don't want to go home, right? So JD was like trying to target Sarah because you heard like that's who Brad said and Brad, you know, and then Sarah and Ricard were trying to go after JD. And what people weren't noticing was like, who was the, the center of all of this drama? Like, who was the person leading a lot of these conversations? And it was Ricard. And when your back is against the wall and you're, like, see, like trying to go through these situations, he like, I don't think Sarah should have been the one that went home. I think this tribe would have been stronger as a unit if Ricard went home in week one. That That's so interesting that you say that because I, I have a question for you because from a big brother mindset, I agree. You don't want someone who's a shit starter in there because it's mm-hmm. not good if you're developing an alliance and you want it to go far because you know he that person's going to stab you or someone else in the back. Like, Ricard's going to stab everyone in the back for mm-hmm. sure. So I agree with you on that because I was thinking about it. And I'm like, Ricard's definitely the shit. So we were talking about it before the episode. Yeah. He's definitely going to be the guy who's causing problems in there. However, because you're in these group challenges each week where your, your ability to get food yeah. is going to be predicated upon your team's ability to win comps. Mm-hmm. Even though Ricard's a, a kind of a gossiper, I mean, again, we we saw very little of Sarah, but they saw enough to say Ricard is a better competitor than Sarah, and it's important to get her out. What do you think of that philosophy? Because so this is where Survivor is different. It's not individual Mm-mm. challenges. Mm-hmm. You're competing as a team. You're down one player. You can't avoid voting someone out. So wouldn't it make sense to vote out the person who you all, even if you don't like them, but all genuinely feel they're the weakest competitor out of the group? Or do you start going after the people who could cause problems for you from a strategic perspective? So for me, Sarah doesn't, I I didn't view Sarah as a weak competitor because- Yeah, neither did I. Neither did I. I thought like, all right, at the end of the day, Sarah- She made a mistake. Sarah and Sean, they made a mistake. They didn't empty all the bags out. That's right. That made her- Weaker than, I mean, I, is she weaker than Brad? Like, I don't know what Brad brings to the table. This guy is, like, really tall, like, lanky. Like, I don't know if, like, she looked like she was doing just fine in that competition. And so, Man, I, fair. I, I don't know. For me, I feel like what they, and what tends to happen in Survivor is that if things aren't going well for you, if the strong, like, if, like, the people that are viewed more as athletic and athletes, I feel like in Survivor, they get targeted, like, right away. It's not like yeah. the strong athletes kind of go far. I mean, Survivor is, I'll tell you what, Survivor does an incredible job of. Their cast has been diverse for a very long time. They have multiple athletic people, not an overwhelming it's so amount. It's, it's so eclectic. It's literally everything. And so if there is that really athletic person that is like going all in and their tribe starts losing, they'll be like, well, this person's going to be really difficult to beat when the merge happens. Let's just get him out now. I, I don't care if we keep losing. If we just continue to stick together, we'll have the numbers. And then when we go into the merge, we can maybe start fracturing some of the other things that are going on. And which is why the strategy in Survivor is great, too. It but really is. I thought, you know, Ricard is somebody that is going to fracture your group. And I didn't yeah, feel like I, no, Sarah I agree. Was. I think he's. Yeah, I agree. He's a gossiper. He's going to be talking. He would be someone I would target. And I wouldn't be surprised if next week JD is, if they don't win the uh, the immunity competition, they are going after him. It's going to be interesting. I mean, the season already looks great. Two hours. Yeah. Sometimes in these two-hour episodes, you get a lot of fluff. You know, that's the one thing I would say about Big Brother where 
sometimes I watch the episode during the week and I'm like, and I, I, I nobody loves survive a uh, big brother more than me. I promise you. And right. it's like, I can't, the episode is just like them cleaning carpets or doing these stupid like segments. And it's like survivors so fast. Usually it's only an hour. And even tonight when it's two hours, I just felt like it was like every time I turned away to grab a chip or something, I was missing something yeah. that I needed to know about for tribal. So mm-hmm. it really looks like it's going to be a fascinating season. I thought they did a great job editing it. They're, like I said, they're the best. I mean, Everyone kind really, of follows them. I think you're 100% right in that statement. Every Survivor was the first one to do it. And then the everybody first else, ones, everybody the, else that's came. it. Everything, if you think about these reality competition shows, everything has stemmed after Survivor. Nailed it. Yep. Big Brother, everything. Everything. You know, the challenge, amazing race. all the amazing race. Everything has yep. come from the aspect of this reality social game show. Yep. Um and so to their credit, it was awesome. I t- I'll tell you what, there was one thing that I love, you know, it's like, I literally, I would say it every time I, when I would hear my dad uh, watching Survivor, I'd be like, oh, Jeff, come on in guys. And, and they're, they're going, they're doing away with it this season now, you know, cause you know, Jeff kind of brought it up. He was like, you know what, yes. I, what do you guys want to do? Do you guys want, it, does that offend anybody? Is that, is that, is that going to bring, you know, stirring anything up? And then Evie spoke up. And was like, I think it's a staple of the show. I don't think it, it should. I don't think it offends anyone. I agreed. I I was with that. I was like, oh, you know. And I know there's going to be you know people out there that are like, oh, you don't understand, blah blah blah. But I, I feel like it was a staple of the show. It wasn't out there, and I don't understand what's so offensive about you know saying saying guys just referring to everybody. I feel like that's just like a normal thing. And then Ricard comes in and goes, you know what? And I think to you know what you were saying, Jeff, just kind of like. He bounces all over the place. He's a chameleon. He was like, you know what? I didn't like it. And Jeff was like, I didn't either. And that's why I think Jeff brought it up. Because he wanted to, you know, be a little PC. And, you know, it's kind of the world we live in. You could offend somebody with the way you sneeze nowadays. And so Jeff wanted to make sure that it was like something that was going in a direction of, are we are we molding into the, what society is, is kind of evolving into? So to Jeff's credit, he kind of switched it up. And now it's just going to be, come on in. And it just doesn't, yeah. it doesn't. Doesn't feel the same for me. Doesn't no, feel it the doesn't. same for me. Not to offend you know, anybody out there. I mean, you're obviously going to be. Well, offended. you're going. Spoiler alert: You're going to whatever. And, I, and, and I'm going to. That's how I feel about it. And so you feel how you want, and I feel the same. I feel how I feel about my. And, and you know, it's really simple. No matter what, you're going to offend someone, right? You know, the, and and tonight proved it. Where it's like you have 16 people, no, 18 people. Yeah, right. 18. 18 people. 17 of them were fine with it. One person wasn't. And you have a choice to make. You can either say, you know what? The majority of people are fine with it. That's too bad for you. Or you can change something for that person so that everyone's not offended. Right. And that's what they decided to do. Right. I have no problem with it. It's yeah. not a huge deal. Yeah. But from let's keep it focused on the game for a second. Let's not talk about the political implications and the social, uh, yeah. the socio, social you know, status of the game and how it affects people on the outside. I don't know just talking game level because guess what guys, the competitors on the game, they're not separating social issues from the game for the most part. Mm -hmm. We have had instances of it. You just saw it with the cookout on big brother, but anytime you make yourself stand out, anytime people take notice yeah, positively or negatively. So does that statement like him coming out and saying that, I don't think anyone looks at him and goes, oh, I'm voting him out because he's, you know, he's offended by that. But it just makes them look at Ricard and go, wow, he really don't care. He will call anybody out. He'll even call out Jeff Probst from Survivor and be like, hey, listen, I got time to think about it. I don't like you. And yeah. I don't not, not I don't like, like you, you but yet. I don't like that you're saying that. Even though it's been said for 20 years, it's gone. And I will say that we do live in a world where there are things that have been done for a very long time that now 99% of us agree is not correct. It's right. almost like, you know, people smoking in restaurants forever. That was the norm. Yeah. Now, if you light up a cigarette in a restaurant, you're looked at like you're, you have a third eye. Yeah. So yeah. there are, I definitely agree with the premise that just because it's always been done Does, yeah. doesn't make it right. Yeah. I don't, I definitely agree with that, but totally. I do think we should be selective on how many things we're doing, but with pronouns and stuff, you know, Ricard was offended by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I think they made the right choice. If he's hearing them say, come in, guys, and that's offensive to him, well, you want him to enjoy his experience. Right. And if it doesn't affect anybody else, say it. But I, I want to end it on this question. 
And this goes for you guys in the comments as well, because I yeah. really think it's an important question. And we want to branch out beyond Big uh, Big Brother and Survivor, yeah. but this is a very important question. And I'm going to hit Cody with it first. And I want you guys to take a second, really think about it, and answer it as well. If Jeff Propes didn't give them oh, the option tonight exactly yeah. by saying... Does come on in, guys. Like if he just stuck with what has always been done, mm-hmm. and it was really. Do you think anyone, anyone including Ricard, anyone. would have been offended by it? No. That's my question for you. I don't. And I want you guys to answer it as well. I, I, but yeah. I think sometimes when you give the options for even these minor things, right. it becomes an issue. And I don't. Right. This isn't a, a knock on Ricard. Mm-hmm. I just think that once Ricard was given the option, right. He thought about it. He decided it that it was because he had initially, to say initially he didn't say anything. And then that, you know, and and to to every this is just human nature, right? Something happens and then we sit and we fester on it. And if it's something that bothers us, you know, this happens with anything, like, oh, I got a I got an answer wrong. Oh, you know, somebody they, somebody said something to me and that really bothered me. And, you know, it it, it happens a lot. And, you know, I think that if Jeff did not bring attention to it. Ricard would have never gone through that season and been like, you know what? I don't like that Jeff says, come on in, guys. I think he's probably a fan of it like everyone else. But once given the choice, knowing it's going to make the show. Because then you think about it and you think. He had a responsibility to speak up. Yes. He had a responsibility. And I think that's part. In in Ricard's defense, I think he felt like, you know, as a gay man. Yeah. He did have a responsibility to speak up for others who may be offended out there as well. So, again, I think he did say something also. He said something about his husband being transgender. Yeah, his husband's transgender. I think he was festering a lot of different things. He was like, you know what? I should have spoke out initially and I didn't. And now... I, I don't want I don't want my husband to be mad to be at me, you know, because I feel like I right. should speak out. So, so what I will say is to his credit, good for him for speaking out and honestly having the courage to bounce back the second time and right. say, you know what, Jeff, I thought about what what you asked us the other day. And you know what? Yeah, I would I'll- prefer if it wasn't if, you know, just come on in, which to be honest and to me, it doesn't I, I could care less either way. I couldn't care less. You know what I mean? Like, I could care less either way. I didn't even notice that he said, come on in, guys. Come on in. I just, but I, I, the only reason why I noticed he would always be like, come on in, guys, because it was literally something that I would just regurgitate. Survivor was just like, Jeff, come on in, guys. Like, I I, I would always just say it. Like, obviously, you know, I'm practicing it right now. Like, who am I talking to other than the window? But it's just, it was, uh, I was something I was like, man, Jeff, I, I like, I love when you say that. And it's like, but it's like, Am I offended that they don't? No. And if it offends somebody no. that they do, then it is what it is. So, you know, that's a good point. Card hey, for, for great point what you it, just but. said, though. If it does offend you that they changed it, you are the problem as well. Because <laughs> it shouldn't. Right. It shouldn't offend you that Ricard said, yeah. I don't like guys. And you're like, oh, well, now I'm not going to watch Survivor. Because I, if that, so, you know, we, we're hitting both sides. So yeah. if it does offend you to the point where you're upset about it, then maybe it is an issue that you got to deal with because you're you're nailing it where it shouldn't matter either way. But it was an interesting thing because yeah. we're, I'm 37 years old. You, how old are you right now? 30? 30. Yeah. You know, we're older people. We're not, 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 you know, we're not on canes, but you yeah. know, we've been around, we get stuck in our ways as well. And it's just a different world we live in, yeah. you know, and, and things like that. We're making a comment like guys yeah. 10 years ago, even five years ago was like, meant guys and gals i think about it all the time when i say now it's not you know like if i say something like um what do you like i i've i've thought about that like what do you guys think i'm like am i gonna is that gonna like bother people and i think that's part of it it's just like kind of the awareness that i i think the world has brought into a lot of different things and awareness is is a start and on so many different levels just making people aware making people think like who oh man i hope i don't bother somebody when I say that, or, and you know, I think that's just part of, you know, kind of growing as a human and just kind of growing together because I feel like there's so much in this world that is dividing us constantly and, you constantly. know, you know, and so I, I bring this up kind of a little bit lighter because like, it doesn't bother me in the slightest bit. Like, Don't but bother, I was yeah. like, but I was like, oh man, I really love when Jeff says, come on in guys. But like, I'll joke about it. Cause like, it is what it is. Hey, know? we're covering the show. They yeah. made it two segments on the show. Yeah. So we want, you know, they could have just stuck with him not saying it anymore. Right. I never had any of it in the show, but they put it in there. We're going to talk about it. Definitely weigh in on your comments down below. That's the only yeah. way we know what you guys think. Yeah. You may agree with us. Some of you may not. Some of you are going to clip this and only clip it to certain spots where it makes us look like assholes. Some of you are going to defend us. 
We love it. And Either then you way, know what I'm going to do? I'm going to post the whole video and go, you guys decide. And then we're just going <laughs> to get clicks. So yeah, thank you. <laughs> exactly. So definitely weigh in on it in the comment section. And, you know, anything else to, before we buttoned up? They had a little preview from next week. No. We're going to be doing this every week. Yeah. The episodes will be coming out on Thursdays. We do have a couple more episodes of Big Brother to wrap up. We're going to record that tomorrow night. But going forward... We will be releasing our Survivor episode every Thursday. Mm -hmm. And are we going to do the YouTube on the same day? We're going to do the YouTube. They're going to come out Thursday. You guys will be able to yep, either I watch like them or, or, or you'll be able to watch them, listen to them in the audio, listen to them in the in the car, and then watch it at home if, if it doesn't become too much for you guys. But And we'll get a Survivor person on here. Yeah. I'll make that happen. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. that's not hard for us. And I mean, there's we did gonna win be... a show called Big Brother. We should be okay. Yeah. And there's going to be a fun segment that we add next week, and we're going to have the Exile of the Week and the Idol of the Week. We're not introducing it this this week just because we went through a lot today we, we went through the cast there was a lot to go through in a two-hour episode so when we have the hour episode we're going to go through the episode and then we're going to give you our exile of the week which each week it's going to change or it could be the same person it's the person that and Derek and I are going to have different ones instead of the hit list that we kind of like agreed upon we're going to have different answers it's going to be the exile of the week is going to be the person that we felt like just like outcasted themselves or just had the worst mm -hmm. week and then we're going to have the idol of the week and who we feel like had a really good week or maybe is playing the best game to that point. At that point, yeah. And it's tough. Survivor's different because we don't have we don't have any feeds or Twitter to look at. So right. it is a lot harder to gauge it. And they can edit the show to make it look like it's a certain way. Right. And then really that person's not doing that well or vice versa. So it's hard, but we'll have fun with it. Yeah. Who's, before we go, you right. had something else to say. I was I was literally was going to say what you were about to say. So hit me. What I'm about on. to say is who's first. your pick? That first. said, it's so hard to do. But who's your who's your pick to win it all first so, night? So I was I was going through this, right? And there was somebody that said something in the show that kind of stuck out to me. And I was like, ooh, that's a good, that's a good position to be in. And that's why I'm picking this person. I also felt like this person is not going to be viewed as a huge competitor, but she's also going to be very well liked socially, and she's also intelligent. I'm saying she, so I'm kind of giving it away. I just eliminated, mm -hmm. I think, half the cast. And it is going to be Sean. I think Sean is going to go to the end. I think socially she's going to be okay. She's not going to be viewed as a threat. And she said something tonight in the episode that I really liked that kind of stuck out to me, which is why, you know, it could end up being somebody that they barely showed in the episode. And then, you know, dumb, dumb me picks a person that, you know, just they had in this episode. Um, but Sean said something where it's like, I feel like I'm in a really good position where socially, I'm 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 doing really good, you know. Competition. I may not be at the top because of how this week went, but I loved her awareness of what was going on. How I think I really think she. I agree with her how she was socially, even though she was maybe at the bottom for the competition. It really fell on Sean, and the only reason she felt that way is because of Brad. Uh, so I'm picking Sean. I'm picking Sean. I like Sean. I think she's gonna. I think she's gonna do well. I hope she does well because. Uh, it would be bad because we picked Xavier and uh, Xavier's doing really well in Big Brother. And so if Sean like goes, I'll be like, damn it, I suck at Survivor. So, 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 I mean, we think, and he actually looks like he's going to win. I'm actually looking at it right now because I think I know who I'm going to go with, but I'm just doing a quick recap of, of two people because I, I got it down to two people. And I'll even tell you, I don't mind saying it's Sydney and Xander, but I want to see, I'm looking right now because uh, again, Sydney is a uh, a law student, which, you know, obviously means she's very smart. Um, clearly, she knows, you know, her way around the book. So she's going to be able to do the mental comp. She's, she's in good shape. Um, Xander, from what I'm looking at right here, he's 21 years old. Um, I'm trying to see what he does for a living, if it says it on here. Um, bar hops. Um, He's a bar no, hopper. So. No, no, he's not. No, I'm just kidding. I, no. don't know. I'm just I was kidding. like, oh, okay, I think I know. I meant, and I meant like bar hop, as in like he's 21 years old. He's hitting the bars and stuff. So. He's an app developer. Tech. That's what it says here. He's an app developer. That's saying. Oh, God, this is a tough one for me. This is a tough one for me. I'm going to count down from five. Just you go with what your heart is telling you, what your gut is telling you. Ready? Five, four, three, two, one. Sydney. All right. Boom. And I'm telling you why, Sydney. I'm just looking at her picture, her her cast photo, mm -hmm. and it just looks like winner Survivor 41. Okay. But I will say this: this I'm hedging my bets. I can't. I can't do it. I'm picking no, Sydney. No, you're not allowed to hedge your bets. You, yes, you know what? Yes, I actually, yes. mm, I don't know. I'm having a really tough time. Danny, Deshaun, Erica, Heather, and Nasir. 
Sydney Brad, Jenny. Ah, oh, I don't know. It's gonna be any how about of them. E, how about how about Evie or Evie? I mean, yeah, she's another one. Silent creep, like creeping around. Mm-hmm. Even Jeannie could mm-hmm. go really far. No, I just don't know how she's Jeannie's gonna be in competitions. Go Jeannie's not gonna go far. She, nobody's gonna go. Get, she's not gonna say a word. She's just gonna be like water. She's just gonna kind of go. Erica. Go I think Erica could do well. I like David, Erica. but you know, you made a good point about David. Is that this season, David? He kind of corrected Jeff about like the exact percentages. Yeah, the, dude, that was the, uh, he, which we didn't yeah. even get into this twist tonight because there was a lot to unfold. The um, shot in the shot dark, in the dark. twist. We'll get into that next week. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm going with I'm going with Sean D. You're going with Sydney, Sydney, and Sydney. Uh, next week we will bring you guys the Exile of the Week and the Idol of the Week. And absolutely, uh, you know that should wrap us up. Absolutely. Guys, we appreciate you joining us here on the Winner's Circle. We will see you next week.